powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. W's. Much like Daryl Sutter, that's when I'm impressed. W's. Um, welcome to Game Over Calgary uh, on a night where me, Audie James, your host, gets to cover a win, which is few and far between for me on Game Over Calgary. So we're going to get into everything that happened in tonight's contest in Seattle against the Kraken. It was a doozy. It was a good one. There were some ups. There were some downs. And we're going to break them all down. So, oh, I, I'm hearing myself a playback. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, anyways, think you know a way it's going to go. Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn 19 plus please play responsibly and if you or anybody you know has struggles with gambling uh any issues like that please be sure to check out the show notes and uh get some resources there's lots of good resources out there for uh for you and uh, your loved ones to get some help if if need be so please make sure you do so responsibly and uh without further ado he's in the chat he's in the chat now i'm sure but you find him in the chat all the time returning guest we love to see it. The OG Barn Burner crew is back. Uh, welcome, James Johnson. How are you, buddy? How's it going? How's it going? It's good to be back, and uh, happy holidays to everybody here at SDPN. So yeah, absolutely. Going. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a happy holiday. I've I've got my new gaming chair. I'm all set up. I got lumbar support because I have sciatica now because I'm an old man. Um, I know getting old sucks. Rolling yeah. over in your sleep and pinching your sciatic nerve sucks. But you know what doesn't Ooh. suck, James? Winning hockey games. Yeah. Winning hockey pretty... games. It's fun. And 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 you know it. You watch the show as much as everybody else who's in the chat. And shout out to everybody in the chat right now. 17 people so far. Let's get that number up. But um, yeah. few and far between when I host Game Over Calgary, do we get to talk about a win? Now... Mind you, they've been on a bit of a skid as of late uh, prior to their California trip and all that stuff. Um, and I've, it seems like I've been covering most of these games as Peter's been away and this, that, and the other. But um, yeah, it's nice to be able to talk about a win. Yes, it's. Uh, I think the first time I was on was the first Battle of Alberta, and they won. They did. And the second time I was on... I know they lost. I don't remember which game, but I remember it was just not a good night. So no, hey. we've we've you and I have been notorious for kind of chewing into this team. It's it's yes. it's easy to do, and especially yeah. you being the numbers guy, the analytics guy, um, it's easy to pick and pick apart and dissect what this team does on a nightly basis. And 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 you know, you mentioned it before we went live. I would would tend to agree because I took some notes that weren't great leading yeah. up to this win. And I'm very thankful that Jonathan Huberto was gifted the go-ahead and eventual game-winning goal on the doorstep after Anderson blasted that one and somebody blocked it. It hit off a leg and all of a sudden the puck is on the, on the tape of Jonathan Huberto on the doorstep. So thankfully, he's able to put that one away and we can talk about something good. But um, I don't think this game as much as as much as we want to be happy about the win, I don't think, um, like I'm happy about the win, obviously, but I still don't think it was particularly a fantastic game for the Calgary Flames. It's it's never easy. It's never, no. You know, it's never a game where you're like, 
Flames played great. Things went their way. They got goaltending. I'm a happy man. There's always something that just makes you kind of just go, ah. And for I don't know how many games in a row or how many games a season, the Flames have like 40 shots, and it seems like nothing is going in. It seems like they're getting goalied every game, but they they get the win tonight. They find a way. Barely. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was a it's a win nonetheless. We'll be happy. We take those, uh, as you like to say, we move, we ride. Let's uh, yeah. let's keep this thing. We ride. We keep going. Um, but before we talk about the game that was coming into this game, uh, I think the standings are a bit deceiving because the Calgary Flames coming into this hockey game were one point behind Seattle which looks great, and sure, the Flames leapfrog the Seattle Kraken in the standings, but when you look at that games played category, the (laughs) Kraken have four games in hand, and we're only up by one point. It's going to be a tight race for this division. Yeah, and obviously the Kraken have to win those games to catch up to the Flames again, but you can probably guess that they'll win half of those games and be ahead of the flames again but yeah mm-hmm. it's as daryl said a couple days ago you know the flames are about where they were last year but the pacific division is just so much better you know the knights have rebounded the kraken are not well they actually have goaltending this year which is massive change for them mm-hmm. the kings are about where they were oilers a little bit less i think so the pacific division is better as a whole and when the flames are about the same it's not not an easy road as it was last year so no and and you talk about daryl saying they were you know they're pretty you look at the the records up until the last game against edmonton pretty close they've actually scored one more goal uh going into that oilers game than uh they were that year uh, than they were at this point last season but when you look i don't know if you saw the graphic on Sportsnet where Mm -hmm. they showed how many goals against and it's something like one and a half more goals per game the Flames are allowing. Um, that there's a there's a plethora of things that come to mind when I think about what the root causes of that. I'm a solutions based person. As much as I like to, as much as online on Twitter, uh, people people tend to think I'm a negative person. I just like to I just like to see good hockey and and not have to question what a team does on a nightly basis so people take that as negativity say la vie it is what it is but where was i going with this point um oh yeah there's a plethora of things that you can kind of pinpoint that leads up to that i guess those things if you look at it now are kind of starting to fix themselves and kind of starting to iron themselves out um, Jonathan Huberto looks much better. I think this was a great, I actually, your comments on him. What did you think about Huberto tonight? I think he was kind of all over it tonight. Offensively, yeah. he seemed to have his chances. Glad to see him finally, uh, bury that go ahead goal. What did you think about Huberto tonight? It was, you know, he's definitely getting into more of, I think a form we expected to see. There's still some things I would like to change. It seems like he he's trying to force like really fancy passes a little too often and right i mean personally i love seeing that much more than you know grind it up dump and chase hockey so it's Mm -hmm. nice to see but in a daryl sutter system it's not gonna work so it's nice to see him trying to get to the front of the net i've noticed a bit more and 
you know, it's it's nice to see him get on the scoreboard because he had that one shot that he didn't get high enough and then Grubauer saved. That glove save. Yeah, he finally gets one by. So, yeah, he's he's making the right strides, I think, and hopefully he can continue and maybe get one better line mate. But, yeah. Um, Has that experiment yeah, run, say- run its course? Like, like, yeah. like looking at it, like that experiment has to have run its course, but you know, damn well that the coach isn't going to admit to that a or change it B. No. And like, I can kind of see what he's doing where the flames have had struggles getting to the front of the net, getting guys to the front of the net and Lucic, I don't, I don't like the guy in the top six, but one thing he does is go to the front of the net. So I don't know if that's Daryl trying to send a message to other players on the team to do that. If you want to get in the top six or if he's sending a message to Brad tree living and saying, Hey, we need a top six forward. Or if he's just out of his mind and playing Lucic in the top six, but it's something I'm kind of done with. If I'm being completely honest, every time I see him touch the puck, I'm like, I just know it's not going to work out. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, problem my problem with it too is when he's not in front of the net and not being in that front presence and whatever it is he's trying to do what's he doing? Cuz 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 it wasn't it wasn't happening in in the game against Edmonton. Um yeah. it kind of happened tonight but more often than not I actually took a note. I want to I want to reference my notes for a quick second here. Because I, I made a point about it when I was taking negative uh, negative comments here. Oh, yeah, that's it. So it was in the first period, and I can't remember who the puck carrier was. I think it was Nazem Kadri. Uh, and I said, you know it's bad that in a two-on-one, the puck carrier elects to pass to the trailing defenseman opposed <laughs> to sending it across the ice to Milan Lucic. Yeah. Which I do you remember that play? Like it was a two on one. It was a clear cut two on one. Nazem Kadri has the puck, and instead of going and you know, I think that Lucic was pretty open. I I think you could have got a pass through, and and people will probably argue that the better pass was to drop it back and and try to see what Noah Hannafin could do with it or Michael Stone. It might have been Michael Stone, and he whist- whistled it wide by eight feet like he does. Um, <laughs> as he does. Yeah, as one does. Uh, if you're if you're a Stone not named Mark. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty telling when you elect to make that pass opposed to going to the other side. Which you know, we play enough NHL twenty three that we know those cross crease goals are goaded, man. Oh, like money, like the money. cross crease cheese. That's why I stopped playing. That's why I stopped playing hut because uh, yeah. a I couldn't afford any more controllers from throwing them across the room, <laughs> and b it was just a pain in the ass trying to defend the two on one when a cross crease cheese goal oh. is just going to go in every single time. But yeah, every single goal, every it's single awful. Time. And and the state of that, we're not even going to go there. The state of that video game is fucking terrible. But um, yeah, it was pretty telling on that play. And, you know, a few times in the offensive zone, he had the puck and just didn't know what to do with it. A couple times in the first period, I remember one shift and, and I don't want to make this a shit on Lucic show, but I, I will get these points out of the way early so that we can focus on better things. A couple mm-hmm. times early in the first period where he turned the puck over in the offensive zone, gets the puck back and then just gives it right back to them in the neutral zone. Like, 
I don't know. I, I just think the decision making isn't there. He's he's like that three headed dragon meme where it's like the two fierce looking <laughs> dragons and Hubert Owen Kadri, and then the goofy ass one is uh, is Milan Lucic. So That's exactly. And again, it's not the, it's not the player's fault because the player is what he is at this point. It's yeah. the coach continuing to play him in the top six and the broadcast saying that, you know, oh this line looks great. This line looks great. I think that's a little homerish. Um, advanced stats wise, how do they look? Like, t- tell me I'm wrong, or tell me that. Um, can can pull it up here quick and see. And and just to to point out what Conrad's saying, he looks entirely lost. He doesn't fight. He's big, slow, and cannot keep up. Uh, and then left-handed penman who's always here saying that you're i'm just looking for a reason to hate lucic and i'm not looking for a reason to hate lucic i don't hate milan lucic i hate how he's utilized yeah the player is yeah, like i just I, said the player is what he is but again i'm not going to make this the the milan lucic hate club um i just think that that line he's getting carried on that line and, and it is what it is at this point but it's it's not going to change yeah milan lucic like, is not a top six top six winner on winger on any other team that's all i'm going to say no no, no. Tonight they were like slightly above average in terms of expected goals. They were better than the fourth line, but not better than the other line. So I don't know if that can tell you anything. It kind of tells me a few things, but uh, I don't know. Like <laughs> there was this one play during the game where I think it was in the third period and Lucic goes behind the net and tries to take the puck away from Vince Dunn. And in the process, completely falls over and Dunn just skates by. And the broadcast goes and highlights how good of a forechecking shift that was. And I was like, you got yourself out of position. You didn't get the puck. Maybe you made Vince Dunn move, like, a couple seconds faster. Like, I don't know. Like, Lucic, I'm completely fine if he's on the fourth line for, like, half of the season. Mm -hmm. No problems there. I know he's, quote, good in the room, all that kind of stuff, leadership. Love it. But the intangibles. The intangibles. There you go. But <laughs> like Adam Razuchka, why not try him there? Why not try the guy that scored two goals in his AHL return, Matthew Phillips? There. Two goals and an assist in a 9 2 oh, win over Bakersfield. Yes. Of course. And an assist because why not rub it in a little which, bit? Which puts him, I think, two back from the AHL leading goals after missing <laughs> damn near a month. Um, <laughs> while he sat in the press box and ate popcorn uh, and collected a little bit of an NHL paycheck, which good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Get that bread. We, uh, we respect a a guy who collects his bag and, and, and as good of a guy, you know what? We can call him as good of a friend. Matthew Phillips is to, uh, to myself and James Johnson. Close personal friend. (laughs) Close personal friend. I I loved when we were, uh, we were in, when we interviewed him, I think it was the second time we talked to him. Was he in? Was that when he was in his basement, at his at his folks' house, and we were we were talking about his favorite like memorabilia? And he's like, "Oh, I got this. Uh, what was it? Pavel Datsuk signed jersey Pavel up Datsuk. on the wall." And he was like was showing the, us, giving us the basement tour. That was the first first episode because we were yeah the first time because we were at the end we were both like Matthew Phillips just flexes flexes yeah. Pavel Datsuk jersey on. Him. Yeah, yeah. He's also the coolest guy ever. In case you couldn't tell, we we're both big fans of uh of matthew phillips before we continue along and talk about more of the the calgary flames three to two win over the seattle kraken tonight let's take a look at some of the comments by the way 34 people watching right now kudos to you for staying up it's late 
I know some of you have this time off. I know I'm off. I'm back to work tomorrow. Um, some of you have this time off and you're choosing to spend the last dying hours of your evening with myself and James Johnson. So we appreciate you. But we also appreciate if you get more people in here by sharing the stream on Twitter, on your favorite social medias, liking the stream by boosting up that algorithm and getting more viewers in here, more eyeballs are better. Okay, let's take a look down um, the old chat line here. Hubie is actually a dangerous goal scorer. I wish he'd shoot more. Um, that one coming from Matt. I do wish that he would shoot more. I, I think like you mentioned, you brought up a good point of how he forces too many passes and tries to make too many cute passes. And I think that worked for him in Florida, but it's not working overly well here. It just seems like the, it, it just, instead of it being that crisp pass or that beautiful backhanded no look pass, it's on the tape of the other team and they're going up the ice and you, and you force a turnover in the offensive zone. Shoot the puck. <laughs> shoot the puck that's yeah. all i'm asking i can't do it i'm not an nhler shoot the puck trust your shot we know you can shoot just shoot just yeah. shoot that's all we're asking just shoot <laughs> just do it man um ba -ba 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 -ba. let's see here uh remember even though luch may have uh bloodied hubie's nose in celebration each like on this stream gets him closer to the press box from conrad uh manjapani played really well too bad he can't finish poor guy has the worst luck and that's a good point from uh, left-handed penman as well um because yes. that was in my notes too he seems to be all over it he's getting shots i feel like not only can he not is he not getting is he not finishing but i feel like his quality of shots haven't been great like he's shooting i feel like I don't know what it is, but it, what do you, first of all, what are you seeing from Manjupani before I try to mumble over my words and figure out what I'm seeing in him? Yeah, so I, I'm actually, I wanted to bring this up with you, so that's perfect. Thank you to left-handed penman for bringing up this comment, because I have an article on Manjupani coming out early next week, and it's just looking at what's going on with his game, because like I saw someone tweeting that he should be a healthy scratch, and I was like, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Because just digging in the numbers, I'm going to have to do a massive deep dive into him in that article, but just like quickly browsing today, he's generating so much and he's he's the one Flames player that's getting in front of the net, which is very rare for this team. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, if you don't have him in fantasy and he's available on waivers, I would heavily consider picking him up right now because I have the feeling he's about to go off. Stonks? And stonks, yeah. Yeah, stonks. I, way it's, I think it's this way. <laughs> this way, whatever. Um, Going up. <laughs> one, one, one or two. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. he's going he's to pop off. Yeah, it's, it's only a matter of time before those shots start going in. He's all over it, and... I agree with you. I think that when it's when it comes, I think they're going to come in bunches, and uh, you know we we might not see the the totals that we saw last year, but um, I, I I do get the feeling that once these start to um, start to go in, and maybe he gets some better uh, quality shots or better chances in dangerous areas, and he starts scoring from those, it's going to be hard to get him away from those areas and hard to. Uh, it's going to be hard to defend too. So um, I'm looking forward to that day because I, I, I believe in Andrew Mangiapane. Um, our, our buddy Mitch is in here. Mitch, what's up? Um, Phillips really deserves better. Guy needs to go where he can play. And that's why we're happy that he is in 
uh, AHL Calgary and doing magnificent things with the Wranglers once again. Ryan Pike in the chat. I hope uh, Audie had an excellent Christmas. Well, I hope Audie and James had an excellent Christmas. And Pike, um, but mostly mostly everybody. I hope everybody had an excellent Christmas. Pike, I'll see you tomorrow. Wink, wink. Um, I didn't love the second period, but finally a solid two games back-to-back. The Flames played pretty great um, in the game against Edmonton, I think. I think they played, they were the better team through the most part of that game. It was unfortunate that it ended the way it did. But yeah, I do agree. It's it's nice to see. Uh, I'm going to skim down to the bottom here and just kind of uh, uh, see what everybody else is saying as I catch up. Um, Luch is 35. He doesn't need to go looking for fights. That's a good point. I, I don't think that, I, I, I don't know. Do you think he should go looking for fights? Like if he's not doing anything else, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think he should be looking for fights, but I also don't think he should have zero on the year, if that makes sense, where guys like, well, Dennis Gilbert has his, like, one useless fight a game, and Connor Mackey is fighting more than him, like, ah. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, oh, we have someone watching from Sweden, which is fucking no cool. Um, Carl, here I'm at work at 7 a.m. in Sweden. Well, good morning to you. Uh, and if you're from Sweden, I'd like to thank you for a few things. First of all, Ikea, because I was there today and I freaking love that store. I could spend, well, I don't love that store. I, I love the the things that come from that store. The store is chaotic on a good day. Um, I'd like to thank you, uh, for Swedish meatballs. And I would like to thank you for Jacob Markstrom, uh, Elias Lindholm. Who else am I missing? Rasmus Anderson, Michael Backlund. Uh, Oliver Shillington, if and when he comes back, uh, and all the other great Swedes that have come through the Calgary Flames organization. Carl, thank you for watching. That was a very welcome surprise. Robert, our good friend, says, I have such a good Andrew Mangiapane meme for goals that he never scores, and I miss the meme. If anything, Andrew Mangiapane just needs to start scoring for the memes. Please. Please. Robert said it. Robert Make said it. Happen, Absolutely. Um and then Conrad will follow up with uh, getting in front of the net on leg number 17, which is supposed to be his strength on that line. Uh, Pedro saying, sad when their goalie has to look around 88 more than 17. Uh, thank you, Sweden, for Backland. And Carl saying, you are welcome for all of those beautiful Swedish things that we just mentioned. Um, so the Flames, uh, they capitalize on the power play a little bit tonight, which is something that I think... Um, is definitely a, a good improvement as I once again stumble over my words. Surprise, surprise. Um, but another thing too is I like I don't know I don't remember what the final total is, but I feel like they didn't spend as much time in the box tonight. Coming into tonight's hockey game, the Calgary Flames were sitting second in the NHL for minor minor penalties taken, which is another like you want to wave the red flag. That's a huge red flag. Spending that much time in the box. Uh, and it's 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 no secret. Like we watch, you and I watch every game. A lot of people watching this uh, watching the stream watch every game. Um, less time in the box goes without saying. Yeah. You are in a much better position to win a hockey game. Very very true. Yeah, <laughs> Breaking just, news. Yeah, <laughs> killing penalties is not where you want to be in a hockey game. <laughs> shocking, shocking. No, but uh, I'm trying to think. Like Uyghur took one minor penalty. I'm trying to, did anybody else like I don't think Kraken were on more than two times which is very very different I'm trying to think I think there was uh, geez I I don't know 
someone in the chat can fact check us or or yeah, or if good. you're looking i don't know but um when it's noticeable like that that they're not spending time in the box that's a that's a damn good thing so um a very welcome change for a team that spends so much t- so much time killing penalties and kind of seems to be the kryptonite they've they've allowed some some power play or yeah power play goals which uh in turn lead to losing hockey games yeah and they scored two power play goals today, i think so Uber mm. one was like right when the power play was ending i think so yeah. i don't know if it came or not but yeah like that's a nice change too because i don't think the flames power play has necessarily been their biggest strength if strength at all so it's a definitely a nice change and speaking of uh power play tyler defoley he's so good. so damn good this he's year. so good robert is going to be so happy that we are talking about his king tyler defoley um he's been just about the only constant this year for the calgary yeah. flames and a very welcome constant um he's been fantastic man there's there's not much more you can say other than the fact that he's just been so damn good uh it's been a lot of fun to watch it's been a lot of fun to react to on these shows and mm-hmm. yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I've always been big on Tyler Toffoli back to his days with the Ottawa 67s when I used to watch him and Sean Monaghan and, uh, God, who else played on that team? Shane Prince. I don't know if you remember Shane Prince was, was an Ottawa Senators draft pick and he's, he ended up somewhere. Um, but yeah, I've always been a big fan of Toffoli's. I'm, I'm happy to see him doing well after, you know, halfway through last season when everybody was pushing the panic button. Because, you know, he started out great uh, in those first couple weeks with Calgary after that trade on uh, on Valentine's Day. And it kind of just didn't turn out in his favor for the remainder of the season in Calgary. So it's nice to see him kind of getting back into the Sutter system, I think, is kind of was his biggest biggest thing. He's, he's played for Sutter before. He knows how to play for Sutter. And, uh, and he found his game with the Flames. Uh, another one, too, Rasmus Anderson has been looking incredible. Like, I think he's been looking very, very good. Uh, give me your thoughts on him. I definitely. I looked at the metrics on him earlier today. Definitely the Flames' best offensive defenseman by far at 5-on-5 five five and on the power play, which that's kind of a given. But mm-hmm. just also play, like playing the most out of any Flame by far. I think he's averaging about 25 minutes per night now. And... Even one one night he was at 31, which is insanity. And I think yesterday he said, you know, I want to be one of the best defensemen. And when you play those big minutes, you know, that's how you do it. And uh, just uh, going to let out a damn boy because I see that's being requested in the chat. So Damn boy. Damn. Tell it to fully. One of these days we're going to get James to reenact that damn boy video. Um I don't know when that day is going to be. I feel like it might take a couple of cocktails to unleash that side of JJ, the Darsut side of JJ. For those of you, if you know, you know. Um, That infamous picture of James in the stands in the playoffs. I'm going to find it. Somebody's going to find it. I'll find it. I'll put it up in... uh, yeah, look at his faces already. So embarrassed. Oh, JJ, oh. we love you. We love you. Oh, we don't. So funny. We're laughing at your expense, but uh, but only slightly. Um, <laughs> to the chat where everybody is, uh, everybody's pitching in their two cents 
on uh, on tonight's Calgary Fli- Calgary Flames three to two win over the Seattle Kraken. Um, where the heck did it go here? Uh, please, it's a good meme, says Robert. We're waiting on that meme. Um, Robert also following that up with the numbers say less penalties equal good. So yes, I would I would agree with that. Teapots in the chat from Robert again. We <laughs> Robert loves Tyler Foley. I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, Canada's World Junior Team. Oh yeah, David talking about the the World Juniors. Um, on Monday took a lot of penalties, including a five minute major that it couldn't completely kill off, losing that game five to two. That is true. Um, Teapot on pace for almost forty goals this season, and Julian McKenzie put out a tweet um, about how the the race is on, how they're silent. Him and and Nazem Kadri are silently closing in on on twenty goals before the forty one game mark, which. That speaks to Justin's uh, pace for 40 goals for for both of those guys. So um, it's exciting. It's exciting. Oh, there's bots in the chat. Uh, Rob got all over those. Um, nobody asked you, robots. Uh, Justin still has the Darsut pick, so I'm sure that will be posted at some point. Um, uh, let's see here. Darsut, I'm full of sad. And Robert just replying to a funny comment from Conrad uh, about the uh, sex bots who who raid the chat. So of course. Of course. <laughs> they are everywhere. They are here, there, and absolutely everywhere. JJ, your final thoughts on tonight's game against the Seattle Kraken before we put a bow on today's episode of Game Over Calgary. What's something we maybe missed that you wanted to maybe shed some light on as we run out of time on Zoom? There we go. Uh, I think... The Dubé Lindholm Defoley line was really good. Five e five. Manjupani back with Coleman has been incredible since they've been put together. Shout out to Pat Steinberg who suggested that I don't know, like last month or a couple months ago, and then they finally did it. And I think they're leading the team in metrics since they've been put together by far. So they were used as like the shutdown against McDavid, which is a very hard thing to do, and they did it very well. So. If they can get that second line going, I think the Flames might have a recipe for success here. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see what happens. It's uh, it's gonna be fun here as we as we continue along. We're gonna be putting a bowl on twenty twenty two pretty soon. Do you have any Do you have any New Year's resolutions? That's crazy. Hey, twenty twenty two flew by. Yeah, it went by really fast. Uh, my one resolution is probably just to get back into the workout, like workout cycle i've you been and me both it like it was like up and then it went down during final exam season and then now it's like slowly covering up again so just gotta bring that back in yeah i feel that man i uh i have this thing coming up in 2023 where i'm uh i'm going to be marrying my significant other and i really want to look decent standing up there <laughs> So I would like to get in shape for that. Um, that is going to be my goal. But until then, I still have a few more days to be <laughs> a lazy bozo who doesn't care about his fitness and drinks too much and eats too much because it's the holiday season. So you're allowed to do that. And then once uh, once it becomes January, uh, all is forgiven. So yes, I am with you on the New Year's resolutions. JJ, thank you so much for stopping by, man. This is fun as always. Um, let the people know where they can find you. The floor is yours. Plug away uh, where you're writing, what you're up to, and where people can find you on social media. Yeah, so... Uh, my 
Twitter and Instagram is at JamesJohnsonYYC. Nice and easy for you. And I write things at Win Column. So if you search up the Win Column on Google, it'll come up. We have some fun articles, like I wrote what is on Every Flame's holiday wish list, which included references to the Win the Cup song that we all know and hate, and Patrick Waugh. And we also have, like, actually, like, in-depth analysis. So we kind of have a mix of two things that I love. And, yeah, we got some good things over there. So, oh, yeah, one one writer for us actually puts a Taylor Swift reference in every single article he puts out. So, hmm, I wonder which writer that yeah. could be. Who could it be? Yeah. I wonder who that could be. Um, Seriously, check out all the awesome work. Uh, that the folks at the wind column put out, including JJ and uh, the rest of that incredibly star-studded team of writers. There's some great content being put out by them for Calgary Flames fans. So be sure to check them out once you're done watching this or listening to this on playback, of course. Um, the next game over will be on Saturday as the Calgary Flames have a New Year's Eve contest against the Vancouver Canucks. I will be hosting and um, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. I am going to be live on location, not in the studio, the studio, a.k.a. my basement, um, because I'm going to be at a New Year's Eve party. So I will be bringing my stuff with me, and I will be setting up in my buddy's spare room in the basement (laughs) to, uh, because, yeah, because reasons. So (laughs) Duty calls. Duty calls. I will be there, uh, and I hope to see you guys there too, because it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, still trying to work out a guest because not many people want to talk to me about hockey on New Year's Eve after an 8 o'clock start against the Vancouver Canucks. So we're working on a guest. We'll figure that part out. But until then, stay safe. Have some fun the rest of this holiday season. And uh, yeah, check out the win column. And I will talk to you guys on Saturday as we ring in the new year as I have a massive voice crack. Somebody clip that. Somebody clip that as we ring in the new year with hopefully a Calgary Flames win over the Vancouver Canucks. Stay safe, pals, and I will talk to you on Saturday. Have a good one. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.